Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage, the only show that gives you picks, interviews, guests, and stories about uh, Costa Ricans getting eaten alive by crocodiles. So, uh, so yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, there's like this, uh, it's like a tourist attraction, and there's like a bridge, and there's a little water and stuff, and there's like these crocodiles. There's like literally like thousands of them, man. All right, they're just swimming around, cruising around. They're they're pretty docile, to be honest, right? But you don't want to go in the water, and um, you know you don't you don't want to go in the water. And when we were there, I asked, I said, so what's the deal? I said, like, wow, like, you know, do people use this type of stuff? And they're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. There's stories often where, like, if you mess with somebody, they basically throw you off the bridge into the water with the crocodiles. And, like, that wouldn't be a good time. That's a good poll question, actually. Would you rather to get shot or thrown in? Like, that's good. What do you think, Matias? Like, you're in Costa Rica. You know you're about to die. You're going down. There's a bunch of gangsters. They've got you. You can either just get shot and left on the side of the road, or you can get thrown off of a bridge alive into a water with a bunch of crocodiles. Which one would you choose? I think I'd choose I'd getting choose shot. Crocs. We're going with you the crocodiles. choosing the crocs? Yeah. I'll take the crocodile's ass. You might get, yeah. Yeah, you might get lucky and be able to swim out fast. You know what I mean? If they're, if they're sort of, like, not paying attention. But I don't know. I think I'd rather get shot. <laughs> I got Hawaiian, I'm not sure. I like, got Hawaiian water instincts, bro. The alligators are afraid of me. I'm the shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to send you a video of this place in Costa Rica. So they basically, um, they told me, they said, yeah, they said just a couple of days ago, um, a homeless person took a bath, like basically went down to take a bath quickly in the water and they got him. And we're like, yeah, how, how do you know? And they basically said, yeah, they spit up the head. <laughs> they spit up the head. They didn't, they didn't want the head. So, like, yeah. So, like I was saying earlier, in my movie, this whole sports book story, somebody's getting tossed into the crocodiles. Like, that's why I brought this up. Like, I'm already writing the script. Like, basically, the guy that took the bets is, like, going to the crocodiles. And the dudes in Miami, that's another story. <laughs> hey, it is just a movie. Just a movie. We wish them nothing but uh, the best of real life. It's just my, just my movie. This is Sports Rage. Since you were a little kid, you've always loved sports. So have we. One of us. One of us. One of us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. 
listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. The late night anger masterclass. This is Sports Ridge. I am Ridge. All right, our poll question has been fired off. Answer it. Go to uh, twitter.com slash sports rage at sports rage. Uh, nice and simple. Sports rage poll. What should happen to the money in the Super Bowl streaker situation? Paid in full. So uh, should he, the guy be paid his $374,000, him and his buddies, uh, gets his 50K back? Nothing. He cheated. So far, and it's early, so far, uh, we've had uh, four, 47% says paid in full. 17% say uh, give him his 50K back. 35% say nothing. You like the, you know, look at, look at our, our, our audience, the way that they think. Either paid in full or nothing. I'm kind of in the middle on this one. <laughs> Let's bring in George Kurtz uh, right now. Let's see if George... George is a common man joining us uh, from uh, Long Island. Steps up and in. What's up, Kurtz? How you doing? I'm doing good, Gabe. How about you? Doing all right, uh, George. So, yeah, we figure you're you're the common man that will put on the jury uh, here this evening on this. So, yeah, the sports rate poll. What should happen to the money in the Super Bowl streaker situation? Paid in full, 46%. Give him his 50K back. Nothing. He cheated. What would you do? What do you think should happen with the money? I... You, you cheat, you don't get it. I mean, I, I'm leaning towards nothing. You know, I, I could sort of be talked into a some kind of compromise, but I think that's in uh It just comes back, you cheated. You cheated, you don't get nothing. So I, I would vote for nothing. If I'm on a jury, you're guilty. You're not getting a penny. So you, you, if you, you would say give him nothing. So what, you think the sports book should get to keep his $50,000? That's the problem. But I don't want to reward anybody either. You know, uh... That's what I mean. Go to charity? I don't know. I mean, what, what can we do with the 50K? That's really what it comes down to. What can you do with the 50K? Do I think uh, the sports book should get it? No, probably not. Do I think he should get it back? Uh, I'm not so sure about that either. But what are you going to do with that money? Maybe put it to a, towards a good cause. George Kurtz uh, with us. You know what? Uh, Jazz brings up a good point in our chat. Like, do you have a vacuum cleaner going on beside you or something, George? Like, uh, we're used to, like, little like little adventures with you every Monday, but it sounds like, like you're on an airplane or, like, someone's vacuuming beside you. Uh, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I can promise you no one's vacuuming here. Uh, Matthias, am I crazy? I thought it was just in my head, but I'm seeing no, no, people can hear it. Uh, pe- people can hear it. Like, Matthias, do you hear it or am I insane? <laughs> I, I hear it a little bit in the background, a little, a little, little, shh, a little, a little, a little. Neil Armstrong, Neil Armstrong had less noise than than Kurtz does right now. Like I swear, Kurtz, like we've tried everything with you too, like phones, microphones, headphones, different, like different, different, um, different modems. Like different, different like ways of calling in. Like we've got phone lines, we've got private lines, we've got special like private ISDN lines. 
we've uh, we've tried it all. <laughs> we've 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 tried it all. See, uh, Common says it sounds like a fan. Do you have like an air conditioner on, Kurtz? It is 32 degrees out, so no, no air conditioner. There's nothing on here other than lights. I, I swear, it's on, to the no, point. There's, there's no machinery on here. The lights, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the lights, unless your lights are that loud. <laughs> actually, you know, Matthias in Germany says you actually sound better than usual uh, this evening. It sounds a little better right now as well, but um, yeah, it's I always did an adventure. That maybe why. All right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, um, why? Why is this though, Kurtz? Like, uh, we'll get we'll get back to the sports. Like, but what's the deal with this? Like. I'm amazed. Like, has no one ever told you, like, you know what? You've got serious audio problems before in the past. No, it's it's it. Honestly, is only this show. I don't know why. I don't know what's different from your show than Feral Show or Ungame Live. It's all the same equipment. No, other than, no. But when you and Feral, we use Lucy. It's it's Pharrell. It's actually it's not Feral. <laughs> Scott Pharrell, George. <laughs> all right, is this pick on George Knight? Is that what it is here? Well, well, you figure you would get the guy's name right. Like I'm just saying, Kurtz. <laughs> I wasn't planning on picking on you. I can't help it. Uh, come on, it's like it's like uh, it's like I'm talking well, you to you. Well, like, no, DJ Jay, we all use the same equipment. There's nothing I can do if there's a tech problem. All right, I mean, I'm just calling in on Lucy like everybody else does. There's nothing different that I've normally done. Every week's the I same know, but, thing. Yeah. I don't change anything. But we've tried, we've tried you on the phone, and we got you on like Lucy Global because the phone was bad uh, as well. Although it, it sounds, you sound clear now. It's it's better, it's better now. I blame Matthias for putting you on on the first like the the first wave uh, of this. But unlike Paul Bovey, um, you did show up this evening, so we do appreciate that, Kurtz. <laughs> like you did, you did, you did show up. That's like um, you're very consistent with showing up, so we do appreciate that. The sound is hit or miss, but we do appreciate your consistency. Well, I was having a good night up until this. I mean, uh, other than uh, uh, Toronto managing to blow a 5-1 lead, I think that pretty much screwed all of us tonight as well. I'm not, certainly not the only person in that boat. Now people, so there's some people that do feel bad for you now, though, Kurt. So the crowd is turning on you. Now, now you're getting sympathy. People are like, well, he sounds better. He sounds better now. It's all right. Don't, don't you know? Don't uh, pick on George. Like now, people are saying free Kurtz. Listen, Matthias, you're the one that was taking pot shots at him first. Now you're saying free him. I'm just uh, passing along the. Uh, yeah, I'm just passing along the comments. You know, Lisa says you sound cranky, George. <laughs> no, Islanders won. Had a very good night uh, on the ice tonight. It's all good. All the work is done. After this, I, I can go to sleep which is unusual for a Monday night. I am actually, I'm actually in a very good mood. All right, all right. So I, I feel your pain, Kurtz. I feel your pain. So what'd you say about the Leaf game? I, I got lost. Uh, I, I didn't hear you in the turbulence. So what, what did you it say was a about weird the Leaf game? game? It was uh, a weird yeah, I mean, weird I'm game. sure we've all they done this game. They blew a 5-1 lead. I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I mean, it was weird in the fact that it was a game on, you know, I'm an Islander fan. And I had, I doubled down on the Islanders tonight because I didn't like the Sabres coming back from COVID. The fact that they still had seven guys on the list. I thought the Islanders, Islanders were playing well. I thought the Islanders would handle them. So I doubled down on them. And I never do that. I, I actually don't like betting on the Islanders because whenever I do, they seem to lose and I get double screwed there. You know, my favorite team loses and the Islanders lose. So I'm, uh, you know, 
I, I'm on Toronto, and I had him in a parlay. The parlay went away anyway when Dallas got uh, postponed. But the score was 5-1. And you ever have one of those times where I, I just cashed it. 5-1, done. I won it. And I stopped paying attention to the game. I never looked at it again until I look at it. You know, it's like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. And it's 6-5 Ottawa. And I'm like, what? No, no, that's got to be a mistake. It has to be a mistake. There's no way Ottawa scored five goals. So, like I said, I never even knew that they were coming close. I never saw 5-2, 5-3, 5-4, 5-5. All I saw was the final 6-5, and I'm like, no, no, that, that's that's wrong, right? ESPN's wrong. Someone has to be wrong here. <laughs> so, I mean, really, I, I went to three different sites because I could not believe this. And I'm like, no. So it was uh, just weird. I, I'm sure that's happened always where we, we cash in a game. You stop paying attention to it. I mean, I have the package. I was watching it for a while. I was happy. It was 5-1 games over. How can you lose this? Yeah, but they managed to. You know, um, I think you and Cam, you and Cam have rubbed off on each other. Uh, where you're in denial about the scores. Cam was in denial today. He's like, ESPN's wrong. <laughs> and I tell him, I said, FanDuel, I said, FanDuel says it's 3-2 right now. He goes, they're wrong. And then he's, he's he, uh, so basically it was the Carolina game. And listen, the, the, the websites, and we've talked about this a lot this year, the websites have been wrong a lot with their scores. The box scores are always whacked, and the scores are thrown, like, the scores have been off a lot. But Cam was convinced that a game was 2-2 when it was really 3-2. He was just in denial. Bring it. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Bon appetit. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on him. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? It's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. We talked about uh, the fact that every NBA game went over the number uh, this evening. 7-0 uh, to the over. And uh, National Hockey League was a high-scoring night as well. So uh, Winnipeg-Edmonton goes over the number. I swear to God, if you just took the puck line in every Winnipeg game, you'd get rich. Every damn Jet game is a one-goal game. Um, So uh, Winnipeg-Edmonton goes over. Florida-Tampa goes over. That's uh, 2-0. Chicago-Detroit goes under, 2-1. Toronto and Ottawa goes over, 3-1 to the over. Columbus and Carolina goes over, 4-1 to the over. 
And uh, and then the other two games actually went under. So four and three to the over. Not not as much of a discrepancy, George, as seven and zero oh, like it was tonight in the NBA. But you know some of these games were pretty crazy tonight. You know, ten goals scored in the Columbus game, eleven goals scored in the uh, in the Ottawa game, ten goals scored in the Tampa game. But did you know the Ottawa Senators were up to plus seven hundred, uh, Kurtz at FanDuel plus seventeen hundred. Which makes it really one of the biggest payouts of the year and biggest upsets. The Leafs were minus 2,700, which you never see in a hockey game. In a football game, if someone's up by 21 points or something, fine. But not in a, not in a hockey game. But the thing is, the Leafs were minus 390 to begin with, and then they're winning 5 1. So suddenly they were minus 2,700. But they were minus 2,700 when it was actually 4 1. So uh, five, that's, I saw it. Of the Action Network reports, it peaked at sixteen fifty. I saw plus seventeen hundred, so we'll live. We'll we'll live with that. Plus seventeen hundred senators tonight. It was a four goal lead. No one blows four goal leads. I mean, I, I wish I would have watched this game just to find. I mean, what are they, did they just take the third period off? Didn't play defense anymore. I mean, that that sounds like the Leafs is what they do. It's always been their biggest problem. The forwards don't back check. Right, my defense is sort of weak as it is, and we know Frederick Anderson. He's not that – He's Frederick Anderson is a decent goalie. You know, he's above average goalie, but he's not that kind of goalie who's going to face a shot to stop him all. He's not, you know, Lundqvist in his prime, Brodeur, Rewar, one of those guys. He needs some defense. It's been their biggest issue here. And do you have worries about the Leafs as far as are they only this good and playing this well because they're in the Canadian division? You know, they got rid of Boston, right? Boy, they don't have to worry about Boston. They don't have to worry about Tampa Bay. Hell, they don't have to worry about Florida because they're in the Canadian division. Uh, and man, obviously, it's good for them because they're playing decent hockey. But that's this is a disaster tonight, and I believe it's their second loss to Ottawa this season. Yeah, but you know what? Ottawa beat Montreal last week as well, all right? And yeah, all the you know you can't you can't discount the fact that the Leafs the Leafs get to avoid some teams, and that's an advantage for them. But you know, once they get to the semifinals, if they do, they won't be able to avoid any of these teams. But it's an advantage. It, it helps the Canadian teams in the sense that it's normally they Montreal or Toronto would have to go through Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, etc., Pittsburgh in past years. Now they'll have to go through Vancouver or Winnipeg or Calgary, etc. But the Leafs are a damn good team. They're just, you know, they got caught tonight. You know what I mean? They got caught tonight. They dominated the game against the Canadians the other night, and they lose, right? They played good hockey. They've been playing really good hockey for a week, Kurtz. It just sort of caught up to them. I wouldn't panic about it. The Leafs are a dangerous team, but they never win in the playoffs. So are they going to win the cup? No. Well, you mentioned it. I mean, if they could get through... I mean, they have to get through Montreal, obviously. Winnipeg is a good team. They play high-scoring games. They're still a good team. I don't know if I'm worried about anybody else in the Canadian division as far as uh, Stanley Cup. But if they can get through that, they've only got to beat, what, two other teams then, right? One to, uh, to win, as you mentioned, the semifinals and to win the Cup. So uh, if they can get through that, you know, theoretically, I think they got a shot. They, always, they have a puncher's chance because they they, we know they can score goals. But we haven't really seen this kind of team win the Cup I mean, are we going back to the 80s Oilers who played this kind of hockey? Wide open hockey, try and win 5-4 games. Tough, tough to do it in uh, you know, all these playoff series over and over and over again. You mentioned they did dominate that game against Montreal, but Carey Price played well. He played very well, and he won the game for them. You know, but you look at the Canadian division, 
And the Toronto Maple Leafs are a damn good team. The Montreal Canadiens are a damn good team. The Jets can play with anybody and can light the lamp up. Um, Edmonton have, you know, consecutive MVPs or whatever on their roster. So, like, you're talking as if though, like, the Northern Division is some sort of, like, like it's a terrible, terrible division. I mean, you look at, look at the East. Nothing's really changed, really, all that much, George. You know what I mean? Like, look, Buffalo's not that good. The Devils are just who they are. The Rangers are who they are. Pittsburgh are okay. And then, you know, you got Washington Islanders, uh, Philadelphia, Boston. Boston normally wouldn't be in that division uh, right now. But, look, Boston's dominating that division. You look at the Central Division, the Central is pretty crap with Detroit and Nashville at the back end. So, you know, I don't really make much of the divisions, Kurtz, to be honest with you. Like what it's all said about to. like whether teams are better or worse. You have to because those are teams that are going to get to the uh, to the final four if you can dominate. No, but your it division. doesn't matter. Now, yeah, but it doesn't matter though because once you once you get into the final four, anything can happen in a seven game series. So it's not like you know what I mean. I'm, I'm my point is it's not like oh the team from the central division for sure will beat the team from the west division when they play. It's you know what I mean. No. Like, it's not like any, it doesn't matter what division you're going to come out of with this. Once you get to the Final Four, George, anything can happen in two playoff series. That's why right, it does, does help the Leafs. Because normally they would get bounced to the by final Boston four. in the first round. Yeah, all those teams yeah, will take it to the Final other. Four, though. Uh, the argument would be that Toronto would have an easier path to the Final Four. Where, oh, so does Tampa Bay, by the way. The Central Division is terrible. There's really nobody else but Tampa Bay in that division. But uh, you know, as far as you think about Boston, yeah, they're they're a very good team. We know they're gonna, they're going to do some damage there, but they probably have to get through a Philly, a Pittsburgh, a Washington, and Islanders. Three of the you know in those series, that's a much tougher road to hoe than Toronto. I mean, Edmonton's a nothing team. They're McDavid and Drysaddle. They have no defense and no. No, you're defense. right. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, mean, I said this earlier in the year, and I maintain this that there is value, George, on both the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup because of the fact that I do believe that it'll be one of those two teams to get out of there. And then suddenly they're going to get catapulted into they got to play two series. If they win one series, then you're in a pretty massive edge situation, right? I wouldn't tell you this. You're right about that. If, if it was the regular format, would the Canadians, I don't know, would the Canadians have the same record? Probably they'd be you know, right around the same team. But it's definitely true that the Leafs and the Canadians have a better chance of getting to the Stanley Cup Finals in this format than they ever had before, George. Agreed. Oh, I, I completely agree. Uh, and I said, I'm, I don't want to discount the uh, the Leafs say they wouldn't be in the playoffs if they played uh, a normal division. Uh, I think they probably would still be a threat, but it's an easier road to hoe here. I, and I, I picked the Jets to win that division. I think I'm always on the Jets. I just they're a team I've always liked as yeah, well as star power. They're a team I love to come home late at night and turn it on and watch the game because it's always a fun game to watch. They always seem to play 5-4 games and I always give them more credit than they should. I was wrong about Montreal. I thought they'd be an okay team this year. They're much better than okay. Uh, it's actually very good. They're actually uh, improved much more than I thought they, were, they would. Uh, Josh Anderson being brought along. Nice move there. Toffoli, he's had a great season so far, but one thing we need to keep in mind, I think he has 11 goals. Nine of those goals against Vancouver. So uh, he hasn't really done much when they haven't played uh, the Pacific Northwest. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what, though. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs, George, they've been 
they have been regular season warriors anyways over the past couple of years, right? They've always been a good regular season team. They just don't win in the playoffs. Yet, the, you know, the NHL playoffs are so random, and especially this year in which teams are going to be pretty worn out and beaten down. It's a short season. I mean, this season's cruising along. Don't forget, it's only 56 games. We're, um, you know, we're actually we're actually at the halfway point of the NHL season pretty much, George, already. No, we just passed the quarter point. We literally just passed it. Well, look, um, actually, no, it's true. It's true. I'm looking at, I'm adding, you know what? I got trapped by overtime losses, overtime losses and shootout losses. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's more games. But you're right. You're right. No, look, some teams, you're right. Some teams are at 17. Some teams are at 12. You're right. Some teams, you know what? You know, New Jersey's only played nine games so far, Kurtz. Vancouver's played well, 18, not, not every 19, team's 19 games now. Not every team's playing 56. They, they can't get it done. The Sabres coming into tonight's game, they just started again too, have 44 games in the next 83 days, and that's not, they still have two other games they need to make up somewhere. I mean, so that, that's nuts. They're, playing, they're literally playing more than every other day. And with, uh, you mentioned the Devils, they're going to have a worse schedule when this comes out. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but not every team's playing 56. We're, we're going to end up not going by points, but either by points per game or winning percentage. That's going to determine who makes the playoffs here because they can't do it. There's no way they're going to be able to make up all of these games. I mean, Gabe, we're a month into the season. So they literally you know, they have two, two and a half, three months to make up these games. What happens when a team gets shut down in April for a week, 10 days? <laughs> How are you going to make up those games? Well, that's you what can't. I'm saying. Exactly. Like, how much time? I mean, it's a good point. Teams are not on pace. How much time is left in the season? When's the last regular season game? I'm trying to find here and scroll down. I think it's May it 7th offhand. What, in the, for the regular I, season? Yeah, they, they backed it up a little bit. They had to. All right, we'll get to, we'll get to the bottom of this. So, so how, how many, what did you say? There's 83 days left in the regular season? So a little more than two months. A late night anger match for class continues. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody wants that. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There are 24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought sleeping less this is the sports grid radio network what's the dumbest bet i ever heard of i disagree i disagree the late night anger management class i've got a confession to make i have still not seen uncut gems and i know it's on netflix actually uh so i've, I've got to watch this I, i've got to watch this like i can't believe i haven't uh, yet you know, I even wanted to go see it in the theater, but I'm like that. You know what's crazy, actually? 
I noticed on Netflix last night, I was cl clicking around, and uh, I saw they have the movie Creed 2. And I never saw Creed. And I was like, man, that looks good. And I never saw it. I'm the type of person that I see these movie trailers, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go see that movie, or maybe I'll watch that movie. And then I never do. I might watch it, like, years later if I have time or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I got to check out that Uncut, uh, uncut Gems um, with... Uh, with um, it's about gambling, obviously. Uh, Adam Sandberg. So a great, uh, great, uh, great uh, movie that uh, people, all gamblers really, really like. Have you seen that movie, Kurtz? Have you seen Uncut Gems? I almost, I almost called no. him Ryan Sandberg. <laughs> like you, I, de I generally take a little bit to watch these movies. Eventually I'll see it, but uh, I'm not a big Adam Sandler guy either. I think I've only seen one of his movies, uh, the golf one. Gilmore, Happy Gilmore. I'm just, I'm just not a Sandler guy. I drew a blank on his name for a second, actually. And I know, obviously, I know his, but what's the guy that was on, um, what was the guy that was on Saturday Night Live? He's got that cop show, Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Nine or whatever the hell it's called, Brooklyn something. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, it's another Brooklyn show I don't watch. Nine? And I haven't watched Saturday Night Live since Eddie Murphy and Chevy Chase and those guys. So I have no idea. Isn't that guy's name Adam Sandberg? That's why I got confused. <laughs> Isn't that guy's name Adam Adam like Sandberg or something like that? Not that I know of, but you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, no, I know. Kurtz, yeah, exactly. Kurtz said, Paul, you would not do well, Kurtz, would you, on like who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> like, I don't want to pick on you. Not anything that's current, like... no, no. Jeopardy <laughs> would not be my game. What about like sports trivia? Like, are you good at sports trivia? That that I would be very good at. Yeah, yeah. You throw me sports trivia, I'll do very well. But you get some of these idiot. Uh, I, I think I stopped following pop culture probably in the mid '90s, maybe maybe the early 2000s. Uh, I stopped with music. Music to me, it just changed. Where it's not wasn't very good anymore. It was all the, and just movies. I mean, come on. Most listen, we didn't have a Star Wars movie or a uh, Marvel movie or a DC movie. I and mean, Hollywood's lost all original ideas. Everything's either one of those three or a remake. Yeah, so it's just, I've definitely lost interest in a lot of that. TV's boring unless you're watching, uh, you know, cable or Netflix, something like that. There's just nothing. This is nothing good anymore. Hey, you know what? I've had Netflix. I have Netflix included, so I don't pay for it. It's included uh, in with my my place, and um, I didn't really watch it at first. You know, I sort of checked it out, and I was like, man, I was like, yeah, it's all right, but I don't I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know what the hell this is. But if you actually start digging around and stuff like that, I'm, uh, I'm down with the um, the European dark uh, dark shows, and you know not this North American syrupy crap. And the, the documentaries are great. The uh, the doc documentaries are great. So yeah, thank you, uh, Haynes. So Ryan Haynes in our chat. Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg is the guy's name. So yeah, it's easy to confuse, right? Adam Sandler. Uh, and uh, Andy Samberg, <laughs> both from Saturday Night Live uh, as well. You know, speaking of which, last time I was at a Nick game, that uh, Pete Davidson guy was uh, was sitting a couple of rows down. I was sitting courtside with the high rollers with Paul Bovey. And, uh, Pete Davidson was there with some uh, supermodel. Uh, so uh, George Kurtz uh, kicking it with us. So, yeah, can you believe that, Kurtz? 17 to 1. And you know what? It was one of those deals before the game, bro, that – me and Cam, we changed our picks like five times. Like the game, before the game started, I said, you know what? The Leafs are going to win by more than a puck and a half. I'm like, the Leafs will win by more than a puck and a half. 
and we look at FanDuel and minus two, George, was plus 100. And I've never seen that before. I'm like, man, it's not even one and a half. It's two. And it's not even plus money. It's always plus 100. So I'm like, no, no, I'm out. I'm out. And then the game starts and the Leafs are suddenly minus one and a half, minus 120 and stuff because they didn't score right away. Next thing you know, it's two nothing, right? And and then, so we didn't take it. And then me and Cam are like, we see Ottawa is plus two and a half, George. And then suddenly, like, it was basically one of those deals, guys, where you're not betting the teams, you're betting the number. You know what I mean, George? So then suddenly it was like, all right, you know, yeah, the Leafs are up to nothing, but, man, it's very rare you're getting plus two and a half in a hockey game. So me and Cam both took a leap of faith and took Ottawa plus the two and a half. Then next thing you know, it's 5-1. And I told Cam, that the, we were on and Ottawa scored and they made it 5-2. And it was right before we got off the air at 9 o'clock. And I told Cam on the air, I said, you know, Cam, we got a puncher's chance for this plus two and a half, buddy. I said, if they score one more goal, man, we're, we're going to cover this. We're good. We're good. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're good. But like you, I didn't think they were going to come back and win the damn game. No, no, I just... Actually, this game is still, even though I had a, I had a very good night, but this game is still bothering me. I think it's bothering me well because I, I just didn't know. I just didn't know they came back. So I never even knew the score was 5-2. And I, I just I just shut down early. All right, game's over 5-1. I went on to uh, the next game I'm worried about here. I think maybe because my parlay, once the Dallas game got uh, canceled, a lot of ice in Texas apparently. Couldn't see if they can't drive in that. Uh, I just, uh, the, uh, you know, the Toronto game didn't mean anything anymore. I already counted that as a win, so my parlay didn't matter. It was canceled. So uh, just strange. Just strange that they would blow this kind of lead here. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you uh, you guys cashed on it. That's fantastic. Uh, but I, I never saw any. Uh, you know, yeah. I never saw the plus two and a half. I never saw uh, plus money anywhere because I didn't look again. Yeah, we only cashed, so we can't pat ourselves on the back too much. We only had it on the puck line. It's not like we took Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa's going to come back and win. Uh, we, we never said that. <laughs> so uh, the Islanders win tonight. Buffalo hadn't played forever. They play again tomorrow. You think Buffalo uh, Buffalo should have their legs under them a little bit more uh, than they did this evening. The Islanders get back to their under uh, ways. What do you make of the rematch tomorrow? Well, the reason I liked uh, the Islanders so much tonight was, uh, yeah, all right, Buffalo coming off the long layoff. I think they hadn't played. I don't think. I know they hadn't played since January 31st. It was 16 days. Yeah, I, I like that for the Islanders. But also, they still have seven players that would be normally be in their lineup that are on the COVID list. Granted, it's not their star players, but it's all their death players, and their defense is hit hard. And we're not talking about a, you know, we're not talking about a Toronto Maple Leaf team here that's full of stars that can afford this kind of hit. They couldn't, so that's why I like the Islanders a lot tonight. The problem for tomorrow is there's a good chance Sorokin will be in net. He has not played well this year. Granted, he's played better each game he's been in net. Uh, but if he's going to be in there, Gabe, I'm going to have a tough time trusting the Islanders to go again here. They are playing well. Do you realize the Sabres had zero shots on goal in the third period? Uh, that's amazing. The Islanders were able to shut them down a lot like that. So uh, I'm gonna if it's Sorokin's going to be a net. I don't see how I'm going to be able to pull the trigger on the Islanders in back-to-back nights. Wow, zero shots on goal is actually that's something that's actually hard to do and uh, pretty damn embarrassing actually. So you know what? I'm almost thinking of a Buffalo Saber first period play right now, Kurtz. Buffalo Saber first period play. You know, when you end a game like that, they're going to come out hot. Doesn't mean they'll win the game, but they'll come out hot. You see it in the – it's favorable in the NBA, too. Teams that get, like, absolutely murdered in the first half of NBA games, 
uh, where like it's such a route, George, that they can't come back. Like they'll have to tap out. Like it happens, you know, it happens kind of routinely. The schedule is crazy. So sometimes in the NBA, a team will just ambush a team early, right? And it's like, man, one team, one game, it was 77-27. And it was the Clippers. They were down by 50 at the half. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. You're not coming back, right? It's not like, it's like being down 42 nothing at the half of a football game or 49 nothing or something. You're not coming back. But all these teams, the next game, they always win the first half. Because they're like, man, we got run off the court in the, you know, in the first half. We can't allow that again. So I'd, I'd take a look at Buffalo in the first period uh, tomorrow this game. What do you think of the overnight NHL numbers? You know, it's funny. Now, uh, now that I've been talking to you, you've got me thinking this as well. I normally don't bet you know, uh, periods. I know you like to. I've seen you uh, post those. I normally don't do that, but I like your thinking here. And I think a Sorokin's a net. I think that's an excellent, excellent idea to go Buffalo in the first period. Even tonight, Buffalo actually outplayed the Islanders in the first period. They really did. I mean, yeah. Volov made a couple of wicked saves here. So uh, I'm going to play that. I think I'm, uh, you've convinced me to play that tomorrow to go with Buffalo there because I agree with you. I think they're going to come out much harder. They will have their legs under them. I think the Islanders might end up winning the game in the end, but I think Buffalo in the first period is a good bet tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to be with you there. That's not something I normally do, but I think you just convinced me. You know what? I dance with the uh, the first period totals, George, a lot. The first period uh, over-unders. So uh, the one and a half. And it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm an under-better when it comes to hockey, but I like to bet the over one and a halfs sort of pick our spots, and we did tonight. What do we have tonight um, in the two games? I don't even remember, man. I got so many bets tonight. <laughs> I, so, uh, I know I had the over one and a half. That's it. I had over one and a half in the first period of the uh, Florida-Tampa game and uh, over one and a half in the first period of the Edmonton-Winnipeg game. Like, come on. You got the Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers. What are the chances, George, are going to be scoreless after 20 minutes? You know what I mean? Or even when it's going to be one nothing or something. Once in a while, you'll get burnt by it. I get it. But, you know, tonight, listen, tonight it seemed like a higher scoring night. Uh, but it, it evened out in the end when it was all when it was all uh, said and done. So overnight uh, NHL nut lines right now. Seeing if, do they have a first period price up yet for this game? Let's see. FanDuel, first period. Period props. All right. First period. Are we picking yes. against the Devils tomorrow? Devils haven't played Sabres. forever, so that tomorrow's their first game against the Rangers. Sabres to win the first period is plus 215. To be a tie is plus 170. Uh, Islanders are plus 160. They don't have the, um, they just don't have the uh, the two-way up yet. They will tomorrow, though, George. You know what I mean? They've got the three-way up right now. That's intriguing, though. Buffalo plus 215 first period. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to have a little something on it. I like, I like your thinking there. I think you're right on. I would have never thought about this, not to, not for hockey. I generally, I said, I generally don't play any kind of periods. Uh, I don't know if I played one this year. This will be, will be my first, but I think Buffalo will come out strong. You got to think they're going to, you know, the coach at the third period, you get no shots to go. You're going to get a, kicked in the crotch by the coach after the game. He's going to be flipping out here. So they'll play better. And I can't say it. I'll say it again. Buffalo outplayed the Islanders in, in the first period today. But, the, you know, it's one of those games where you did, but you didn't score in the first 10 minutes. The Allen's got a goal here, a goal there, and all of a sudden, the game's over. So, yeah, I agree with you tomorrow. But I'll, uh, how about the Devils tomorrow? They haven't played in forever. And now they play the Rangers tomorrow. Yeah. 
I think I'm going to be yeah. on the Rangers for the, almost the same reason. Devils also have issues as far as guys still on COVID. They won't have a full team tomorrow either. The Rangers are minus 154, total six and a half. Something special happening at the Garden. Not if you know, George, but the Knicks are winning now. Uh, the Sixth Knicks are on three game wins. I know. Yeah, the Knicks are the real deal. Well, real deal, and as in they're not terrible. They're actually, yeah, exactly. They're competing for a playoff spot. Interesting. Yeah, Devils come back. Devils plus 130, total six and a half. I'm inclined to look at the under there. But, you know, this is a combo pick, George. Don't credit me. We'll see if it wins or not. But I didn't know that Buffalo didn't have a shot on goal. So you telling me this lets, you know, leads me to believe the first period. And something else, though, there'll be a two-way, two-way line for this tomorrow. There's a three-way lineup already. Buffalo plus 215. But another one. Um, who will score the game's first goal? Buffalo to score first could be something to uh, take a look at as well. All right, we'll wrap up with Kurtz on the other side. The late night egg and management class. This is Portrait. your age. Bring it. Listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network, doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of, of sports, sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Bring in a warning, level two. We're going to get into the National Football League at level three. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, is going to step up and in and uh, join us. George Kurtz with us for a couple of more moments. Just taking a look at the overnight NHL. Uh, numbers uh, right now. So, Kurtz, you like the Rangers, uh, you were saying. We were talking about the Buffalo Sabres in the first period. The Capitals and the Penguins are playing. The uh, the Penguins are minus uh, 130. Caps plus 110. Total six and a half. Uh, Preds and Stars. Game that catches my eye, Colorado and Vegas. We cashed uh, with, uh, with Vegas last night, and I didn't understand the number of that game, especially with all the injuries to the Colorado Avalanche and the absences of players. And it looks like they're going to be shorthanded once again tomorrow. And here's Vegas, minus 116. They were minus 105 on Sunday, minus 116 in this game tomorrow night. Yeah, Vegas is hot. Flory's not letting in any goals here. I'm going to like Vegas as well. He had Landis Cog, I believe, will not return tomorrow. I think Colorado's playing that Lake Tahoe game over the weekend as well. Maybe they're looking ahead a bit. The game I'll be watching is Dallas. That was in my second half of the parlay tonight. They're all beat up, Dallas. I mean, uh, Radulov's on IR. Rupe Hintz probably wasn't going to play tonight either. We didn't find out for sure because the game got canned. So uh, if th- those two guys are out tomorrow, I'll be on Nashville as an upset. Yeah, who are they playing? Aren't they playing... Uh... I thought they were playing the Avalanche in this outdoor game. It's the outdoor weekend this weekend, huh? That Tahoe yeah, stuff Yeah, it's the outdoor cool. weekend. Uh, Colorado, are they playing Vegas? I don't know who they're playing offhand. 
you're all excited, but we've, it's lost its luster. <laughs> NHL outdoor. There's another one, too, isn't there? There's, there's another two. One. There's I I there's I know, is it Philadelphia and Boston playing one of them, too? I don't know. Um, evidently, I'm, no I'm one positive knows. they it's, are uh, because they're worried about Philadelphia not being able to play because Philadelphia is still beat up with COVID. They had, to, they had to cancel practice today. They may not be able to play there, and they're thinking the Rangers might take over, maybe, if the, if uh, Philly can't go. Yeah, it's the Colorado Avalanche in Vegas. I thought so. It's the same team. Colorado and Vegas and Boston and Philadelphia. George Kirk. Thanks, George. Anytime. Have a great night. We do this 24 hours a day, every day. It's real. And it's here. We've got to come up with a better name for it than fantasy sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 